Welcome to the Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week, we'll talk a little news, rankings, Pete Matnich, high school coach at St. Cloud Regular, games of the past, Dylan Godbout from Hill Murray will join us, and we'll do some pickums. Hope you enjoy today's show. You got to do your dance now. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, it's a first. (laughs) We are video recording our podcast. We have come to the digital age. How are you guys doing this morning? I think this was always digital. Yeah, yeah, this is the video age. Oh, okay. Okay. So we got which existed before podcasts, but you know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, that's I a know. fair point. All right. All right. Can you pump up Carl just a little bit? Pump him up? Yeah. All okay. Right. There, there we, we go. go. There we yeah. go. Because make, make sure I'm really in the game here. Yeah, well Carl has a lot to add this week. Yes, he does. He will run the news. What and, is and the, the rankings. And the rankings. Okay, let's go, Carl. Okay, so first we need to start with some personal news for Danny. Uh, Danny made an important re- revelation this week. He discovered who his fake Twitter was. Oh, that's awesome. And it's been shut down. Deactivated. Deactivated. Does that yeah. mean he could activate it again or she could deactivate it again? Activate it back? It could get reactivated. I don't know about that. Gosh, that was. It was never a mean account. I. You know, no, 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 no. It was. It, it was, had a great picture of me at National Quiz Bowl. It found all those high school pictures of you. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of digging. Yeah, uh, that's good. You had your first, and there's been there's a fake Carl too. It's like Carl West. Yeah. You yeah. haven't seen much. I don't actually care. Danny cared a lot. Well, I just wanted to know. <laughs> I, you don't. Wouldn't you have high school friends that follow that account, but not your own? Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> it's like a... That's rough. That's not me. <laughs> the best, because we've had several fake Tony Scotts or why not Tony Scott or just a bunch of stuff. And it's like, well, I love going in there and going, okay, what jackal is following this? These are my <laughs> yes. real enemies. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's her name from Duluth, Carl? Alicia? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Tipkey, one of the local newscasters. Fold fake Danny. Not you. <laughs> no, fold real Danny, too. But it's like, what news is fake Danny dropping that real Danny can't? I love that, though. <laughs> I, they love these whatever spoof accounts. And there's other spoof accounts out there that I think eventually we're going to figure out as well. Oh, You know, I, I thought of something now because Carl's got that jersey in the background, too. Yeah. I should have wore a jersey. We'd put a little hanger behind. Yeah, Yeah, a revolving jersey hanger. We could put a three M hook. Jersey every week. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Jersey of the week, brought to you by Jersey. Yes, (laughs) Jersey Company. Yeah. Mm. We We have a sponsorship opportunity. Look at where your jersey could be. Speaking of sponsors, or do we have more news? We have more news. news. We have a lot more news. Got to get the TCRs in there. Yeah, TCRs are coming. TCRs are coming. But let's start with some section finals, though. Um, We had some news about venues for the 2AA and 6AA finals this year. 
Nancy from Bloomington told me about this this summer. I forgot to tell you guys. She goes, yeah. we got the section Thanks, finals. Howdy. You know what my response to her was? No, that's not true. You're lying, Nancy. You're lying is what I said to her. She goes, so, no, we what, got the section final. I'm like, what, okay, Carl, what what is it? So, uh, instead of being at Mariucci, those two finals will be at Big and Braemar. Oh. Same night Wednesday. Same night. So six is going to be at big because, I mean, that seat's about 500. And two is going to be at Braemar. I think I would guess Braemar's got 2,400 and Big's 1,800. I talked to Nancy this yeah. week about some other stuff. She's, yeah, yeah 1,800 right. is about what we can squeeze in here. So, I mean, like, if you don't mind parking, I'm running a shuttle service. Yes, I will be too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it'll be comfort. It'll be hot. It'll be, you'll park over by the college, and yep. I'll run you in the Big. Yep. And it'll be fine. Five bucks. Five bucks in for Per us. person. Per person. Okay, and you got to walk back. On the ice. We're not shuttling you back. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just there, just there. <laughs> One way. <laughs> One way. Five bucks. Ten bucks. The re- returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Round yeah. trip twenty. It is not. <laughs> it is not. Uh, that's no bueno. No, that's it's no not bueno. good for high school hockey. One. Okay, it's not good for just casual fans. You know of anything. The Mariucci finals determine like. So much, and it changes so much. We talk about it every year. It's Olympic ice, you know, all yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm not a fan. I'm not yeah, a fan. I will say this. I, If Mariachi is not full, it is a terrible venue. I mean, it's just a big cavernous awful space. Um, but it's usually... Metro, what the Metro really needs is a rink that seats about 5,000 people. Or less. Yeah. Like yeah. four out of five. Ritter was phenomenal. I think we're going to get that with St. Thomas. I mean, and, and yeah. St. Thomas that, is going to just open the doors like crazy. That was exactly where I was going with that. Because they're going to yep. want they're gonna yeah. want people coming to see their building. It's great for recruiting, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I agree. Yeah, and for all those people in White Pair, we had it with the Coliseum. <laughs> yep, here we go. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's, we don't. It's not anymore. Oh, the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, what else, Carl? Uh, we have a couple commitments worth mentioning. Uh, Max Daigle from St. Thomas Academy committing to Colgate. And Cooper Conway of Andover committing to Colorado College. Have we ever had a college commitment or two college commitments in the same week where both players are injured? Uh, I think that's <laughs> never happened. Yeah, I don't. It's a weird I, one. It's a weird one where even a kid yeah. commits. Like, go see them. Injured. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a theater n- near you soon, kind of thing. That's yeah. weird. I thought that yeah. was an odd yeah, that is little weird. That is weird. factoid. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Worth noting. All right, then uh, we'll give a shout to our old friend Zach Stays call, uh, the Grand Rapids alumnus and former state champion, or forever state champion. Yeah. Uh, and he has tested positive for testicular cancer. Yes. Um, so very sad to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously hoping for a speedy recovery for Zach. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. What a nice kid, too. Yep. Um, so here's an odd one. We were checking the college hockey scores this week. And how weird is this? I know this is really isn't news for, for high school, but I think it kind of pertains to this. Is, is North Dakota gets beat by St. Cloud on Friday night 8-1. to one. Oof. So they're thinking, oh, something's wrong in the locker room. Something's wrong with the team. They come back and beat St. Cloud five to three. That's weird. 
right? Yeah. That's just, to me, is strange. And then UMD, the number one team in the country, gets swept. Was that up in Duluth or was it nor- at No, it was Marquette? on the road. Yeah. But still, they got swept. That's yeah. weird, right? It's weird. And the reason I say it's weird is it's a good segue into how weird ranking high school hockey has been the last two weeks. So we were hard on the Carl last week. I'm not hard on the Carl this week because well, it is so unpredictable. You're the only one. Okay. Oh, well, you are going to get on him. No. Yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not. After after Hill Murray um, didn't show well this week, I'm no longer as hard on Carl because I, I was pro Hill Murray. I saw them. I thought they're pretty good. Um, I still think, like I said last week, I think Hill Murray is the type of team that it's better as the season goes on. They're not an early season team. So, well, yeah, I think the thing about and not to cannibalize a lot of here about this weekend, but I thought that Hill would come back hungrier. Yeah, and, and Hermantown definitely did. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that was kind of the difference there. Okay, do I we agree. have any news before rankings, Carl? I'm ready to go to rankings. TCRs. I gotta, I gotta get the. We've got music. No, I, yeah, we gotta get music for TCR. 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 All right, Tradition Companies rankings. Double A. All right, Carl. Oh, wait, Carl. Are these? Is this week official? <laughs> this, week, this week is real, unlike last week. This last week, week is real. Oh, okay. Although oh, the rankings have been published already. Oh, they're real. There's, yeah. Hey, they were real. They were published on YHH. It's pretty rele- did you publish, a relevant source. Did you publish them last week? Not on his forum. But they were published on Youth Hockey Up. Mm. Mm. There was, was a list of 1 through 10. There was no... There was a gun to his no head. Description. No. Oh, no descriptions. No yep. descriptions. I had to take each week under our rankings and our commentary. I send links to the forum for more and yeah. links to the pod. I had to delete the link to the to the uh, forum because mm-hmm. I knew he didn't have his explanations there. Yeah. Okay. So. Fair. Fair. Um, okay. Let's have Give it. us the TCRs. Okay. This week's TCRs. Hermantown. Week of December 5th. Hermantown. Hermantown. You want Hermantown to be number one in Double A, Danny? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're the best team in the state. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I don't disagree. Uh, okay, who's but number frankly, one? It's wow. not close, but in Double A, number one is Edina. Okay. Okay. They haven't done anything to prove otherwise. I'm trying to think. Yep. What? The, oh, they played St. Louis Park this week. That was it. And White Bear Lake. No, they, oh, they killed. Did White that Bear. count? <laughs> 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 Four bears? Is it open hunting and white bear this week? They beat two red and they beat two orange and black teams. Does that even count? Well, they got another one coming up. Do they? Who? Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Orange and couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Orange and black. All right. Here we go. Number two, Creighton. Wow. See, I'll fall upwards again. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Number three, Lakeville South. Yeah. Uh, they just haven't done enough to screw themselves up yet. Yeah, exactly. They haven't played a real opponent <laughs> At yet. At least they won. They beat Rodgers. They beat <laughs> Rodgers, though. Yeah, they beat Blaine. Yeah, they, yeah. Two. Well, they beat Did two they? decent teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Not are nothing. two decent wins. I'll, I'll give them I'll give Yeah, them I'm okay yeah. with this. I'm just laughing. All right, four. Number four has been nailed. Okay. okay. They did win the Champions Cup, despite ah. one and one. I handed well, out the trophy. 
How was it? Is their JV good? It was very quick. Was it over at the JV? I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, I, I it was over at the JV. Did so the varsity guys come on the ice? Yeah, I gave it to Sarsland. Did you? Ooh. Yeah. Did you guys get a picture? Yes. All right, good. <laughs> that's all I do. Do you check your Twitter? Account. I have not been on Twitter. Mm. I have not been on Twitter. Ah, that's weird. I was at a wedding till midnight, and then I did that's my a good high wedding. School. Yeah, I did the high school or the college scores and the a wedding till midnight is a fun the wedding. Guessing that I'd, that'd away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. All right. Five. Anyway, yeah, Benilde's four. Maple Grove is five. Mm. That's mm, that's really kind. Yeah. That's. Really kind. I like the roster. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. They have cool uniforms. They have a leaf. I like Toronto. All right. At least they didn't lose the side. (laughs) (laughs) Fell upwards again. All right. Here we go. Six. Six. Phil Murray. Okay. (sighs) Yeah. I'll give you that. They went one and two. Yep. Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and beat Eden Prairie. They didn't look good. They nipped Eden Prairie. They mm-hmm. didn't look good. All right. No. I was embarrassed for uh, yeah. arguing to get them the number one. I know. I know. That's why I. That's why I'm not gonna be as hard. Uh, that's on YouTube. I had about number six. Pretty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Who are oh, you? There we go. I knew we, we got yeah. our first. There we go. There we go. Wet blanket. Our first singer. No, that was a singer. That was a good one. Okay. Okay. I got him on Number North. Seven. I wish that we would have videotaped me getting him on Northfield before the show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Stung okay. Hard. Number seven is Gentry. Uh, mm. uh, Whoa, I need some explanation on that. Who'd they, they play? They didn't lose. They, they played Denfeld. Yeah. It was not pretty. Yeah, I have that score now. Have you seen their uniforms? They are so plain. They right, are right. so plain. Nothing's right. there. <laughs> Right. The numbers are white. What? Really on a white jersey. <laughs> All right. I have not seen them live yet. I will. Yeah, we will. Eight. Eight is Wyzetta. This is the Carl Wyzetta uh, pick. Yeah, just. It's easy. It's easy. Never goes wrong. Yep. <laughs> Who did they play this week? I don't even know. Duluth, Duluth East. East. Oh, yeah, yeah. that great team, that Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mighty Greyhounds. Mm-hmm. The Defeateds. <laughs> Yep. Are they defeated? They are defeated. defeated. Oh, man. Yeah, right. But a good win. Good win for YZ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid win. You know who right. also beat them? White Bear Lake. No. <laughs> All right, nine. Number nine is Chaska. Mm, keeping them. Okay. Uh, I heard that was a pretty good environment, uh, Chaska. I saw Matt. The game. Yeah. yeah, I I saw said pictures. Seventeen hundred people. From Eric, what's uh, Crusher? Yeah, it, it was packed, it, it, which is awesome. It awesome. Is so big for a section final. Oops. Yeah. No, 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 no. The Chaska Chan, Carl. Yeah, no, I'm making a joke. Oh no, we're not doing section finals at a Lifetime Fitness. No, no, no. that's <laughs> that's never gonna happen. Could be a pick. Oh god, it could be one. All right, uh, and then number ten. I would have thought Chas could be higher. Rozo. Rozo. No, number ten is Moorhead. Rozo. Carl is Danny. Ro- Rozo lost to Andover. Moorhead just beat Andover. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, but wait, wasn't Rozo in our top ten last week? And they didn't lose. Yep. They beat like some ten, ten rip. Ten rip. Boom. 
Wait, yeah, but you, I mean, you, 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 you got to adjust for inflation. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or or deflation of a window for Minnetonka too. That doesn't look as good as it did. Ooh. Oh. Okay. You well, know, next will, week this will there might be other. a jersey but. right here that yeah. will be pro eight double A. There, you know what? Um, I, I'm okay with that because they're gonna it, they'll play each other soon. Yeah, well, that's coming up. That's come up this next week. week or so. This Is week. It this week. This so yeah, it'll, it's a pick'em. It'll take it'll take. It'll it's take a pick'em. All right. Well, I can't wait for that. Okay. All right, you get to administer the class, class A. a. Okay, we're letting Danny rank things. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, special. Well, we were involved, so it wasn't like <laughs> wasn't like we just gave him the keys. I mean, I, I casually signed off, but I won't pretend to. Wow! Yeah, wow! Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. read these anymore. All right, let's hear it. As long as Northfield, you see, you see how this feels. You see how this feels. I get this every week. Do you know how how does this feel, Mister Krabs? Okay, um, number one. Number one team in the country, Hermantown. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're the number one team in state, out state, both states, both classes. Yeah, they are good. number one. They're good. They're very good. Number two, little shake up, Matamidi. Uh, okay, good. let me. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Tony. Why? why uh, I'm just not a. I'm not a move a team down because they're. Uh, losses, their wins weren't impressive enough. I'm a, I am. Yeah, I'm a move a team up because they had impressive wins. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't give you the keys. Okay. Who's three? That's where I'll give you War Road. Okay, all right. It really is we're splitting hairs here. Who's two, who's yeah. three? You know, because we you know, really one is that very one goal clear. win over Bibigi, didn't you, Tony? I saw it. I was at a wedding, and I still saw that score. I was like, that's not very impressive. Well, you were at a wedding? <laughs> to midnight? Till midnight. If, if, if he just tried to get us to ask him whose wedding this was. No, like it's a, not a like, no. There is, is this no. Mike Crawley's wedding? No. No. No, no name dropping here. Um, okay, number four, we got Delano. I I yep. think, you know, until Delano proves us wrong, that yep. when against East Grand Forks. In their barn is a good win. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, Fergus Falls is number five. Oof. Sounds good. It's got a good ring to it. Little Falls is number six. That's got an even better ring to it. Love it. We're missing someone here. Where, East where Grand Forks. <laughs> there they are. There you are. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And you ain't getting <laughs> the arrows pointing down. Yeah, from they're trending down. Yeah. They are definitely trending down. Um, number eight, got Alex. Zandria. Uh, Alex Zandria. Thank yep. you, Carl. Um, and this then, is where it gets interesting because you, you got about four or five choices. You so pick we pick two out of the bag, right? Yeah. So the two out of the bag. Obviously, Southwest Christian goes away. Right? Yep. Yep, and I'm throwing in New Prague this week. At nine? At nine. New to the one. Were, are they back? They were in 2A, weren't they? Or were they what were they in? 2A. They were A? Right. Two double. Two double. Uh, when they, they were, were in A, they were in one. They were, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they were in yeah. two double A last right. year. Yep. Um, they they beat Kennedy um, seven to four. 
and they lost in overtime one nothing to Shaka P, which is a good loss. <laughs> yep. Um, in overtime. Um, and then number 10 is Detroit Lakes. And we'll get to kind of more of the rationale on that with the first game, too. And what did Northfield do? Did you Northfield lost to Farmington. Uh, a double-A team. Not great. Yeah. Still not great. A double-A team. Okay, let's list nice. off other double-A teams. <laughs> Coon Rapids. They lost to Coon Rapids. They lost to Northern oh, Edge. Not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. God, you guys are such snobs. I'm telling you, Northfield is a top That's, 10 team. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them being a top 10 team. Okay. They, they just, you know, like. They're just it, not. They're just right not now. right now. Can you accept that they're not right now? Okay. When, when I'm right, I'm right. When you're wrong, you're right. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, that's what I got for Class A rankings. Tony, you want to take this interview? Thank you, Danny. Uh, we have on the line with us today St. Cloud head coach Pete Matnich. How are you doing today, Pete? Good. How are you guys? Great. Great, great, great. great. There is uh, – it's about a 20-minute segment. I think we could do 60, so we're going to be on speed. <laughs> we're going to have the uh, foot on the gas here. Uh, I'm excited to learn about your playing and coaching career. Uh, you're a St. Plow- Cloud uh, native, everything. Let's hear about it. Where did you play high school hockey? I played at St. Cloud Apollo uh, back in the mid to mid, mid, mid 90s. I graduated in 97 from Apollo. And uh, yeah, then I went on to play in the USHL for a little bit. Uh, got hurt playing, had concussion problems, had a hard time getting cleared, and then actually went to St. Cloud State. Had, had a little bit of interest from teams and they actually needed a player really bad and I knew the guys because they had talked to me a little bit when I was playing junior hockey and um, actually couldn't pass the physical at St. Cloud State to, to uh, continue my career but uh, really a tough moment in my life but it was uh, yeah it was it was good it was good I, I enjoyed St. Cloud you know we born and raised here so I enjoy giving back to the community. So how did you go from uh, the transition from you know attending college finishing college into the coaching ranks uh did you just start coaching in college or after college or when was that first when's the first time someone handed you a whistle i was uh actually had no want to ever coach <laughs> um, I, was, I was at st cloud state and a good friend of mine, i knew you know growing up in st cloud i knew a lot of tech and apollo people pretty well chad humberding um actually was a tech head coach at the time and he called me while I was a blue and he's like, Hey, I need an assistant coach. I know you're going to school now. Your playing career got cut short. Uh, what do you think about coming over and coaching tech? And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> being, being an Apollo guy, wear red, white, and blue. You guys wear orange and black. Uh, he's like, no, really come on over. I can end a varsity guy to kind of just help the guys and talk to them. And I'm like, that sounds great to me. You know, I go, I love to be around hockey. I can't play anymore. So why not? So I was 20 years old. Um, took on the role of Chad's head varsity assistant and um, came to my first practice actually wearing Apollo red, white, and blue <laughs> wind pants and red, white, and blue gloves. And he looked at me, he goes, really? <laughs> so what, that what, kind of started my career as coaching. What year was that? Would that have been like right around 2000? Yeah. Okay. Gosh, you've been in it since the beginning, really. Yeah. 22 years this year. Wow. wow. You're a veteran. <laughs> so you guys so. M- make it to the section finals in 2004 then with Tech, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. 
And I forget, you lose to Moorhead in that game, right? Yep. Yep. And Moorhead is second place, I think, that year, like they always are. Yes. And so, okay, when do you come over to Apollo then? Uh, 09, so Chad was done at at, um, Tech. Um, Both jobs actually opened up Apollo in Tech that year. Um, Weird. coaches were done. Yeah, it was really weird. So the district said, you got to apply for both jobs if you're going to apply for one. And then we'll fit you in where we feel that you're best suited. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what are the interview questions? What's your favorite colors? (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of, you know, I had coached at Tech for nine years, and I loved those guys. The kids were great. I, we had a really good team actually coming up. There was some, like, Matt Hansen, he played for CC a few years back. He was coming up in that group. So there were some other guys, uh, potential D1 guys coming up through that group. So they were really actually deep. And then you have Apollo, who was struggling to make it even in Class A hockey at the time. And when they hired me, I'm like, I always kind of want to go back and coach where I graduated from, too. Yeah. But I didn't want to give up on those tech kids because I love those guys, too. But, you know, it was tough. They decided to put me at Apollo because they felt like they could put more – of an established coach at that school to kind of help develop the program and get the kids back up to where they wanted to get to, which I felt like, okay, that's great. I can do that. That's a good role for me. And boy, my first year there was something I've never experienced my entire life. So well, it, parents to kids, it was the culture was just ridiculous. And that year was cathedral's first birth to the tournament too, with Nate Schmidt, right? Or the year before was 2008. Yep, two, I think right before that. Yep, yeah, year before. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Cathedral is peaking right now, too, at yep. this time, which is kind of a weird thing. St. Cloud, explain St. Cloud hockey, maybe, uh, because it, it feels like it should be more of a hockey hotbed than it is. Yeah. So, the hard part about St. Cloud youth hockey for all these years is, you know, a few times throughout the course of the, the history of St. Cloud, they split and went north-south. But they always get sucked back in because they want to have these super competitive youth teams. But then we all split back in those days to three high schools. So you have one youth program feeding three high schools, which realistically, even back in those days, you maybe had enough kids to fill two high school teams to be competitive. So one or two schools were always on the outs, it seemed like. You know, it always rotated through every few, you know, every four to five years. It would be tech for a while, then it would be cathedral, then it would be Apollo. It was just weird how it kind of we never could get it together as far as figuring out how we could best suit each high school program and you're still in that quandary right yeah we still only have one you know one team and you know we play double a and cathedral plays class a so it's always for me i'm fighting to keep double a programs in our youth association and some people are fighting to move us down to class a because they want to be more competitive and i'm like you don't understand like yeah the double a level at high school is like i don't know you got to have three or four lines to compete in that in our section in eight double a there's a lot of parity between our um all eight teams i mean last year we had three double or three overtime games in the first round and yep. we lost by one goal to rogers yeah right. <laughs> it was an exciting one. night let's put it that way yeah so and and that's what we bumped going to a my concern is is that we're you know you're not playing the teams you need to play kids aren't used to that pace and speed um as much as we may struggle the first half of the year in youth hockey I always tell people we're not the Metro, so we don't have the resources that a lot of those kids do to play more year-round. Right. Where we, we have to take the first half of our, our youth seasons to kind of get up to speed. And, you know, it's hard on the kids at times and some of the parents, but 
I think at the end of the day, our team's become somewhat competitive or pretty competitive by the end of the year. So let's circle back 2009 to 2013 dark ages. Let's put it that way. Right. We did have, I, I would say in that time though, we did have a kind of a big win. We were a nine seed at Apollo. Oh, you beat little falls. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That's like the only one loss. Like it's one of the only for a long time type of thing. Yep. Up until the Mankato East La Crescent Hoka yeah. last year, it's the one that you know. Or the one seed lost to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like a one seed loss to somebody who they shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. So that kind of turned our whole program. Like you talk about kids buying in after that game. That was kind of what shot us off. I think for the future of our Apollo program. So then you, it still seems, I know I don't want to go back to this, this youth thing, but it still seems you're kind of, it's like a land grab uh, through the association, trying to get kids to play for Apollo. And you got a really nice group in 12, 13. And how did you get those kids to, to, you know, when they were sophomores to, to buy in and, and really have a special run in 12, 13. We actually, a lot of those kids opted to not play youth hockey um, that year, so they came up as freshmen. So we got them. And that's part years. of the part of the formula these days, isn't it? You got to get them yeah. as freshmen. You know, if you can, like our program now, we're co-op, so we can't grab kids at freshmen because we have so many kids between the two schools. But <clears throat> back then, we needed everybody and anybody. We didn't recruit them. I just gave the parents the option. I said, "Hey, here's the deal: your kids can play JV for us or play Bantams. I don't, you know, it's up to you guys to make the decision. What do you want? Games or practices?" And a lot of the parents liked the culture that we had started over at Apollo, and they wanted their kids to be a part of it. So they came. The North, the North Side kids came um, to Apollo early and kind of went by their uh, last year of Bantam hockey. So you have this group. Uh, they, they, they come in as freshmen, and their sophomore year, that, that's, I'd say they pretty much shocked the world by making it to state uh, in 13. Wouldn't you say that's true? 100%. Nobody expected that. No. What was your well, seed? What was your seed that year? Were you a seven seed? No, I think we might have been a five. Five. Four. I knew it was a higher seed. Yeah. Because we beat Little Falls, and they should have. They shouldn't have. We shouldn't have beat them. It was just outstanding coaching. I think that's what I was reported, <laughs> right? Wasn't it? Oh, oh, oh just pumping people up. Um, so you make it to the state tournament. You get run out of the building in the first couple minutes it was a hard game that first game yeah and that that's the the whole thing is we were just kind of hanging the first four minutes and then we had one of our kids come out absolutely clothesline some kid from st thomas academy and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> and then they won the power play and it was like we didn't get touched their offenses don't know things the rest of the game yeah so full disclosure pete i'm a st thomas grad that that was hard to watch yeah. <laughs> because it like it was like St. Thomas wanted to move up at that point, and then it was like, how can we show everybody we don't want to be here? Type of mentality. And yep. when you clothesline a guy, it makes them angry, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like we we don't need to. You know, it always felt like there was a game on Sports Center every year. For the Class A, it was like, they scored three goals in 20 seconds. <laughs> and it really felt like, okay, this is the Sports Center game. Breck was last year. What's this year type right. of thing? Right. Um, you, know, you, know what's funny? you know what's funny about that, though, is one of the moms after our game, we came up the stairs. She stopped our kids and me, 
And she's like, you guys have to understand, we have like eight Division One hockey players on this team. And we have, I think it was like two football players that are going to play Division One, like a soccer player. <laughs> and we and they said we had like 20 kids playing Elite League this last year. Yeah. So they, she was like, we don't belong here, is what she told us and the kids. And she goes, we felt really bad that what, what happened to you guys. She goes, but you're a good team. You'll be back. Yeah, it was it was cringeworthy. That tournament up until the Hermantown game was cringeworthy watching St. Thomas play. Yep. It just well, St. Thomas rolled East Grand Forks right after that 11 nothing. Yep, yep. And, and so then and they East- go into the championship game, and we all thought it was just going to be a bloodbath against Hermantown then. And it yep. wasn't. It was a good it, game. It was 6-5. to five. Tommy Novak scores in the last 6.1 seconds. Great. Okay. Um Let's walk through now. You lose in fourteen. How, what happened in fourteen? Because I know what happened in fifteen. You, oh, we lost. The, we, we lost in double OT to Alexandria. Okay. In the semis. Okay. And we had a couple kids go out on our second line, so our second line was no longer intact, which we needed our top two groups to even be competitive. And we we hung in there against Alex, and they scored in double OT. But fifteen is really was the the coming of age. I mean, this is. You have Nick Altahouse in, in net. He was a Frank yep. Briz, Brimzak he finalist. Was a, he was a junior. They were all juniors. Or, yeah. you know, that was a great – that was the fr- this great freshman class. I yes. Mean, it was, yep. th- that all came up, Altos and uh, Breitenbach and Bissett. And, who am I missing out? I feel like – oh, Gino Lucia. Yeah, he was good. I, it's weird I can name a lot of these guys. It was it's uh, That was a great group. <laughs> yes, it was fun. Fun group of kids. Because Tony and I, we came up uh, – to see you, I think that was the Hibbing game that year. Yep, yep. And that was a really they good beat game. Beat Hibbing, right? Yep. With Perunovic, Perunovic, um, Ryan Yulin, right? Yep, or, he was their goalie. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then uh, Jarrett Lee yep. was on Hibbing He's as at well. UMD now. Yeah, and so that was talk a, about good hockey. Yeah, it was a really good. It, Apollo was good. Really good. And so. Um, and then that was the outsider year. That was the outsider year where we uh, ran our first ever video about a team video. Uh, um, and what, what do you? What was your takeaway of, of the article and and what it did to the team? I thought it was phenomenal. Our kids thought it was great. Like we've never, that our group of kids have never. We've always been the afterthoughts, even in St. Cloud. Like our kids were never, never got any love from anybody. <laughs> All of a sudden, you guys come in, do this huge article on them. Uh, the outsiders, they took that and ran with it themselves, you know, and just loved every second of what they got from you guys. It was great. It, it, you guys had that. T- what, I, what I would describe that team as from my perspective is they were rink rats. I mean, you yep. got the Bissett brothers, right? So their dad runs the rink, right? You got Altos, <laughs> yep. who's got history. Dad's got history in, in St. Cloud. These guys grew up as rink rats, and the, to see them succeed, at, at your school and in and, and, and your city, that was a really fun thing to watch for me. Uh, when you just kind of see kids living in the, living in their element and, and succeeding in it, it's it's a really it's, it was great to see. Oh, just like it brought back so many that that run brought back so many people to our program, like just alumni, phone calls. I mean, around town, even when like Cathedral goes, like it didn't. It just seemed different. Like we had people putting their our names on all their kiosks outside the restaurants oh. i mean it was crazy it was like something i don't 
I probably will never see again here in St. Cloud unless our double-A program goes to the state tournament, to be honest, because there's just people that don't even follow hockey anymore that all of a sudden started following us that year. The first year was kind of like, you know, kind of caught people by surprise, but in 15, when we went again, it just was a different vibe in town. And then that 15 year, I mean, I know you lost in the third place game, but you put on a show there. Yeah. You beat Breck, which really caught everybody's eye. Um, And really one of the beginnings of the downfalls of Breck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they never really recovered after that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was fun. I was going to say it was a a time of the life for those kids. They, They loved every second of it. So. I, I hate to do this. You and I are uniform snobs. You have put together two of the most masterful uniforms. Your Apollo uniform. All three of us are uniform snobs. Yeah, we all are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what's the what was the uh, Apollo? What did you base? How did you build that Apollo jersey? That was a phenomenal effort. You like the red one, I'm guessing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. So the flying A that we had on the front of our jersey was an old logo that we had from like the late 80s, early 90s. And the Apollo had gone to a different school logo with a eagle head on it in A. Yep. So we grabbed that because we, th- we thought that, that would fit on our jersey better and look better with like the Montreal yep. Canadians look. But we also kind of went with the Rangers theme too with our whites. So we like both those. I'm a, I'm a hockey uniform guy. I love tradition. I'm a big Rangers fan. Um, but both those uniforms just fit well with our program. So we wanted to bring some tradition back into our program and kind of get us, you know, something that the kids felt good wearing, not just jerseys. Right. The ones before that, they went with like a Grand Rap, old school Grand Rapids look, which I thought were absolutely hideous. You know, no color to them, just um, bland. And for us, I just wanted to get, get the kids something they felt good in. And before that, too, they never used to buy, we never used to get team gloves or helmets or, freezer so everybody had different shades of blue on <laughs> so we just looked like the outsiders actually before that so like we got them to like feel good look good like we wanted to just be really really uniform with what we were doing and make the kids feel good about what they're doing and then you merged with uh tech and went to st cloud as danny calls it st cloud regular and that <laughs> uniform was Unbelievable, unbelievable! With the stripe on the helmet, how did you get the guts to throw a stripe on the helmet? Where where did that come from? So up here in St. Cloud, like red, black, and white is like Monty has it, I believe. I mean, yeah. you you could name eight schools within River Lakes kind of yep. has yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, Ale- Alexandria, yeah. Wilmer has red. And yeah, white. Um, you go. I mean, just there's like, like, yeah, River Lakes. You said already. Yeah, but, like, but Recorey. Yeah, yeah. There's just every school around here has this, that has that color scheme, and I'm just like, what can we do different? I go, what are we gonna do different? So I talk to the boys. I'm like, our blacks, we want it to be black with some whatever. So we accented it. I go, hey guys, what do you guys think about the Ohio State helmet? And the kids absolutely go, that would be cool. <laughs> so we had a had the stripe on via Ohio State, and uh, went with the old stripe and kind of bring back some of the old school. You know, I like Big Ten hockey. I mean, it's. Some of those bigger schools is trying to bring a little bit of uh, history back. That's cool. So we haven't seen now. Explain to me the crush. How did that come about? And tell me a little bit about your uniform this year. So St. Cloud's going through a little bit of a transition up here. Um, so both high schools, public schools, high schools are um, trying to rebrand because we're co-oping. I don't know if it's fifteen or sixteen of our twenty-five sports. Oh, really? So, wow. 
So they're bringing together, we're trying to make it more uniform. So now like you had girls hockey was the icebreakers and we were just St. Cloud regular. You call us. Yes. <laughs> and, and then uh, you had every other sport like St. Cloud tech lacrosse was actually tech Apollo and cathedral combined. And so they're just trying to uniform it out. So they, they came together. They want to do, you know, general gender neutral, just non, you know, anything, just try to keep it just so there was no controversy over what we picked for um, a district. So they went with just the crush being that we're a granite kind of town and we mine granite and they uh, use that as the kind of mantra to go after. I like it. I like that. And then could have been the fighting Hawks. That's, you know, non-controversial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have the orange and the blue, right? The orange from, from tech and the blue from Apollo. Is that the theory yep. behind it? So is the blue a, a royal blue like that, or is it more of a, a navy blue? No, we're royal. Just Apollo's red, white, and blue, and the blue and the and Apollo's royal. So, so, okay. so a washburn okay. color. Washburn. Uh, who else is orange and blue in the state? That's about it, isn't That's... it? I think. I think we might be the only orange and blue team now. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no washburn right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Washburn could come back though. I doubt it though. Well, my jersey would be <laughs> relevant again. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would. Did you, what did you do with the old St. Cloud regular jerseys? So St. Cloud regular, we're still wearing them right now because our new jerseys are on a boat somewhere. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So we don't have crush. We don't have the crush stuff in in yet um, through our distributor. Supply so chain problems. So, is yeah. there a chance you could? What do you have for gloves? Do you have the old gloves then? Right. Yeah, and our youth hockey is still red and black, so, so you, a lot of the youth kids coming in still have. Okay. So we're still wearing – we wore the blacks last night against Elk River. And, um, like I said, we're we're going to be like the Mighty Ducks midseason. We're just going to change units. <laughs> so do you, have the, do you have the gloves and the helmets ready to go? No, we don't have those yet. <laughs> so you might not all show up by the time the season ends. You know, we're being told mid to late January, so just ready for our playoff push. 60 to 90 days. That's what it's always going to be. Yeah, man, it is. That is bad news. So let's talk just a little bit about this year's team. Tell yeah. me about who, who's coming back, uh, who left. I think the Rudin and uh, Faluna are officially gone, correct? Yep. Um, Rude is at Sioux Falls Stampede playing the USHL for a senior year, and August Faluna is over in Tri-City okay. um, playing the USHL as well. So. Wish those guys the best. Obviously, love to have them back, but you know what do you do? Uh, you want them to follow their dreams and passions as well too. So we're we're super happy to have guys even playing in the USHL. We got Luke Johnson from a couple of years ago too playing yep. for yep. Lincoln. He's a Lake so State got, commit, right? He was. I, don't, I think he, I don't know if he is anymore. I think he might be committed there. All right, or whatever. So, but yeah, he's getting some interest. So he's playing pretty well. So we're excited. We got three guys in the league um, for us too. It always opens up the door for some guys to step up. We're a pretty inexperienced team right now. I think we have five guys returning with any kind of varsity experience, really. Um, so we're we're taking our lumps a little bit right now, but you know, we're playing you know a good half of the game right now. We're trying to figure it out, but I think we'll be decent come January once we get through the Christmas tournament up here. I think we'll have some things ironed out. Uh, so here's something that I know about you just from being friends over the years, and you talk about using the PEP program as a developmental model, developing the players. So it's, like you said, start of the year, you're a little little uh, rusty, but by the end of the year, you guys get better. Walk through the, the skill development that you guys work on and how that might be different than your average other high school practices you might see around the state. 
you know, for us, we try to get a lot of puck touches um, with our guys as much as we can because, you know, up here we have a lot of guys that still have to play other sports just to kind of keep our school's programs going. So we got football, soccer guys. So a lot of those guys obviously don't touch the stick until season starts. So we know here we're going to have, you know, like I said, well, even with our youth hockey, we, we know we're going to have a, a month or two that we're going to battle through and try to figure some stuff out. So we do a lot of puck touches with the guys, um, get them going. We actually added in some uh, weight training stuff this year. Nate Welty, he's over at Velocity. Uh, he was up here in St. Cloud helping out the men's team for a while, but he kind of writes a program for us. So we get those guys in the weight room doing some additional stuff with him. Um, and then also on the ice, we just really try to get the kids to buy into their role. Um, so we do a lot of different drills that kind of bring in what, what roles we need within our team and allow us to kind of bring in and kind of end with a little bit of flow with our practices and try to bring in the whole team concept of what we're trying to teach. And then this year we're a little shorter on ice because we can't cut. So we have a big team. So we're actually um, grabbing a little extra ice um, for our JV guys so we can get varsity guys kind of separate. Too. Well, this was uh, awesome to hear from you. Uh, great to catch up with you. Good luck to your team the rest of the year. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for reaching out. Pete Manage, head coach, St. Cloud Crush. Well, thanks, Pete, and thanks, Tony. That was a really fun interview. It's always fun to talk to a Jersey, you know, yeah, he's connoisseur. And it, it was awesome. We did an inter- interview with a guy about St. Cloud, and it all turned to St. Thomas Academy. That's all good things do. <laughs> 2013 was awesome, yeah. wasn't it? We yeah, beat that, you that, like 26 you know nothing. Keep putting it across the blue line. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs> they didn't really even need to Zamboni your side of the ice. I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted just, to. How was it to coach in that game? Oh. <laughs> Were you just in awe of St. Thomas the whole time? <laughs> it was like you're listening to the interview, Carl. That's basically what he said. I know. I Literally, mean, it was a twenty-minute interview. Eighteen was about how great St. Thomas was. I, I feel like maybe, maybe seventeen Why do we minutes. I'm like, Tony? no, no, no. It's his interview. This is about St. Cloud. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Well, I would, yeah, I feel was, a lot of regrets right now. <laughs> feel a lot of regrets. Well, you can turn yourself around and start talking about some games of the past. That I have St. Thomas on here. Because I got a St. Thomas here. game on there <laughs> that you might not want to talk about. Did they play Ooh, Sibley for one. me? <laughs> Two rivers. <laughs> Two rivers. Sorry, my bad. Um, okay, we do have some fun, weird, interesting games of the past. Yes. I, I don't Kinda know. It goes back to that theme, the UN North Dakota thing. It's like so unpredictable right now. Well, and the hard part for me making games of the past this week is what is good? What is bad? Because we have no idea. It's just, oh. I, uh, it's very hard. And so it's uh, right now, it's trying to find transitive games that we can kind of figure out. Like they played this, and okay, so what does that mean? There's some in there, but there's not, not enough. It's not enough, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that's why the rankings, that's why I was far less critical of Carl this week than I was last week. Okay, let's get into it. Starts out with the first shocker of the week. East Grand Forks 5, Detroit Lakes 4 in overtime, and the East Grand needed a pulled, you know, goalie. Goalie, Jackson Panzer scored late. In the, like, last 
32, 28 seconds or something yeah. like that just to tie it. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, hats off to Detroit Lakes. I think this, you know, us putting you in the rankings, this is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're doing this to East Grand, a section opponent and stuff, yeah. Yeah, this is important Very. type of thing. All right. Yeah, uh, but, but to get to your earlier point, though, does this mean Detroit Lakes is good or is it just East Rand is not? We don't know, but we, we will don't know. definitely keep an eye on them. We have to be high enough on East Grand Forks still just based on talent, okay? And that's that's where it is right now. Right. Interesting score, St. Michael Elberville, 5, Blake, 0, I'll come back to why that matters with another Blake game. Okay, so I just want you to remember that one. Um, Chaska 3, Chan 2. We talked about this one earlier. It was a sold house. But Chaska 3, Chan 2. Did you expect them to blow them out? I did. Rivalry game? These kids have played together their entire Mm, lives. A rivalry rivalry game in Chaska world is Minnetonka. Okay, when it comes to, you know... These kids played hockey together. Name a time that Cham was above a seven-seed in sections. I can't, but it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. And the the Chaska-Cham Bantam team last year that was the best in the state by far but did not win state... Most of those kids ended up at Chan. So their can, sophomore class is almost better than the Ch- Chaska sophomore class. Can I ask that guy over there why that, you know, this Chaska-St. Thomas score is weighed heavier than the Andover, you know, stuff going on, Andover and Rozo? You can do whatever you want with that guy over there. I'm I'm confused. <laughs> well, further. well, I mean, Carl, if you're going to dog Rozo out of the top ten, he dogged them because flat out dogged them because Moorhead beat them, and now you know this Chaska, you know their quality one is St. Thomas. St. Thomas, who is ranked about thirteenth, so oh, I am okay with that. <laughs> it, it's so early. It's weird. We don't know it's, these teams. It's weird. Okay, Grand Rapids four, Duluth East three. Carl, you were there. Yeah. I was. Um, this was a game where, you know, the shots were 54 to 18 or so. Grand Rapids completely dominated the second period and parts of the third. But first period, he stuck around. And third period, they came back and made it a, a good game in the last few minutes. So Rapids, you know, they're a very good team. They're very deep. But you wonder about their finishing ability, especially against quality teams. If you read another Grand Rapids score later, it was kind of the same question for most of that game. So... I don't read Still that one. On you don't Rapids. read the Forest Lake one? No, because it's 6-2 to two Rapids. It was close to the third period, and then it, it was a 50-shot game. So that's why, it, you know, that's the but, score that Carl referring to. It seems like this to. is a trend for Rapids, though, is that they, no, they've played two games against okay teams, and they have not put either of them away. Okay. Okay. So that's why the they're out of the top ten, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Lakeville South, six. Blaine, three. Which turned into a quality win. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, again, Blaine... It was closer than 6-3, to three too. It was, it was tight toward the, the third. It was tight, and Blaine is senior heavy. Okay? Just something to remember. Um, Sartell, 3. Alex, 2. I thought that was an interesting score, and I'll have another Sartell, I think, later, too. Okay? Yeah. It just... 
I have to. Well, you got to announce them all. Yeah. Um, Benilde 5, Hill 3. You were at that game, right? Oh, that was a snooze fest. Really? Yeah. That, no, that was bad. Why? It was a full house, wasn't it? No. Close? No. No, midnight. Those weekday games. Weekday games. At Aldrich. At Aldrich are not as good. I just didn't think that it was both teams' first games, and Hill just – this started a trend for the week uh, that they didn't wow me at any point. Right. I, and I wouldn't say that Benilde wowed in this game either. Um, they won in the last minute and then scored another one quickly after, but it wasn't wasn't anything special, you know, type of thing. Right. And the goals for Benilde – you know, um, we're soft against Hill. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't wasn't really that great. I thought it would be a much better game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Creighton 3, Matamidi 1. Regret not going to that one. I should have gone to that, that one. That would have been a good game. I, that's the one that I should have gone to. That's the FOMO game. Yep. Um, good win for Creighton and good loss for Matamidi. Yeah. Is how I read that one. Um Fergus Falls 4, Northern Lakes 1. It's a good game. It's a good game. It's a very good game. And that it's tells a good us win. that Northern Lakes is good. Competitive. Yeah, yep. very competitive. And it tells us that Fergus Falls is better than good, yep. too. And so that's that's kind of how I saw that. Um, Little Falls 4, St. Cloud Cathedral 1. Little Falls mm-hmm. is good. I think Cathedral's better than what people think they are. Too yeah. based on how their scores are coming They're in, right? Solid. Uh, right, Carl. I would pay, put them in the mm-hmm. high teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, high teens. Agree. Uh, high teens. High teens, but uh, that's not where they were last year. So yeah, that major progress, and I think they're young. The low thirties. The low thirties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the high forties. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I it, major progress there. Um, Orno four, Breck zero. Um. Just Brex not a top ten team. Wherever you see that, that's not you true. You should know. You should just know whoever's ranking that is not paying attention. That's uh, and we went through Orono last week, so just keep that in mind. Um, Eastview two, St. Thomas one. This was an eye popper, I think, that's for everybody. Probably one of the biggest of the week. Yeah, I think so. And it really does things to does a number on three double A's seating. Really yeah. does because they're not going to play twice. They're <laughs> definitely <laughs> they're not, not doing that twice. Eastview one, St. Thomas two, Creighton three. <laughs> uh. Say it again. Eastview one, St. Thomas two. As of Creighton today, three. yeah, but yep. you still have they have to perform. I mean, going I up to Centennial yep. and getting smoked isn't helping their seating at all. <laughs> and yeah. if they finish fifth in the South Suburban, you know, which they very easily could, that won't help them either. St. Thomas beats Creighton again. That would put St. Thomas as the number one seed. It, Even if they lost, yeah, well. As long as they don't lose to more Eastviews. But, it, but if Eastviews, if Eastview wins the South Suburban, which they could, like I said, they could finish fifth, they could also finish first, they're still the number one seed in that section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't see it happen if they I lost to Centennial 7 and up. Uh, yeah, they're going to play Lakeville South. They're going to play Prior Lake. Lakeville North. Lakeville North. Yeah. You so know, they're they're a good team, 
but I just don't see that. But happening. I guarantee they're going to win one of those games against Prairie Lake, Lakeville North. They could. Or Lakeville South. They'll get one of sure. them. They're decent. I saw them. Against Jefferson, they looked good. They were fast. Well, they blew out Jefferson. They were fast. They yeah. were really fast. Jeff- is that special? Jefferson, who lost to Orno in overtime 4-3. Yes. to three. They um, are defeated. <laughs> they are defeated. <laughs> Hello, Three Wood. <laughs> I have a little wager with one of those Jefferson boys. Um. Okay. Edina three or Edina seven, St. Louis Park one. This was a good week for Edina, mm-hmm. um, and this was just a good start to it. Um, mm-hmm. Rogers three, Elk River two. Oh, I didn't like that score. You know, I love yeah. some of the. Some of Brianna's Brianna isms. She had one because Elk River wouldn't play Rogers because they were like big brother, little brother. And yeah. then they won mm-hmm. and she went on t- t- her f- Instagram and said, Big brother, a little more. I'm like, Come on, Brianna. You're going to join the ranks of the journalists. Yeah. You got to throw your allegiances out the window. But if you're talking to St. Cloud head coaches. <laughs> Who Let knows? Them have it. Who? Bonk him right over yeah. the head, fanboy. Who knows what's gonna happen? <laughs> it just comes out yeah. like a dragon. Couldn't help it. Tommy Novak. I did. You I, did say Tommy Novak. It's on recording. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did stay Uh-oh. on the camera, you weasel. This is why we have cameras. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm like, no, don't say Tommy Novak. Yep, he said Tommy said Novak. Tommy Novak. That will be the cut. That w- no, we didn't have that videotape. Uh, that would have been the clip. Uh, Tommy Novak drool coming out of his uh, mouth. It was okay. Great. Okay, we're moving on. We're I'm moving controlling on. this segment. Awesome segment. Holy Family three, Prior Lake one. Is that one of the oh. eye poppers of the week? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Tell us about this one, Danny. Ooh, boy, I almost went to this game. Be happy you didn't. You didn't miss much from is Prior that, Lake. Is that Tuesday? Thursday. No. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. 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 Yeah. Right. It was, it, yeah. I I expected a lot more out of that team. I will say a couple of things about Holy Family, that Nick Blood is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, they played good as a team. They had a very good goaltender, or at least he stood on his head. For the most part. Who was it? Uh, it's sophomore. I forget okay. off the top of my head. All right. Um, it, because there was only, like, names on five kids' jerseys. Oh. <laughs> because of maybe supply chain issues. As yeah, we'll go that. We'll, yeah, everything is supply chain <laughs> yeah, issues. Really. Everything is. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's early. It's early. It's early. It's early. but And no Sam Rice, correct? No Sam Rice. He was out. He's out. Out for a couple more games. Yeah. But we know the exact number of games, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, All right. um, yeah. Uh, I'd be interested. I want to know what their next score will be. Oh, they did have a next score this on Saturday. Yeah. Well, did. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, it beat somebody like 3-1, 4-3. Three, one, four, three, yeah, four, it was 4-1 four, four one. One over, over, over Cham. Yeah. He chant 4-1. Uh, Jaska only beat him by a goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's their property. They're a top 10 team. So. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Here's where I was circling back with Blake. Creighton 5, Blake 1. 
St. Michael Elberville 5, Blake 0. Transfer Property, St. Michael Elberville is a top 10 team. <laughs> That's why Transfer Property does not work. The, it doesn't exactly. work. It doesn't work, but it's an interest. Early. Yeah, I agree. It's That's interesting. That's read. all I'm saying. You're so smart, Danny. Like I appreciate it. And now I'm going to circle back on another transitive property. Bam, 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 bam. Um, St. Michael Elberville 7, Sartell 4. That tells me nothing. But it's a section. Yeah. It's a section game. It's yeah. a section game, yeah. So I did put SDMA in the top twenty five, maybe about twenty twenty one ish. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um Moorhead six and over one in Carl's highlight game of the week. Of the year. Of the, the year. Yeah. That's his rock. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that, that is, is your Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> You I will make... live on that game. <laughs> that game. Yeah. Why? Why that game, Carl? Well, I thought. Well, I'm, I'm confused. I didn't say that about this game. Why is Moorhead's win in this game so important to you? Well, it's important for the rankings because it's a transitive property game where they beat uh, another team that has beaten other good teams. Okay. Okay. Right. They also had uh, a player out at Andover. Yeah. But that's – we can't factor for It's a 6-1 game. 6-1 okay. game is telling. Yeah. Another game that's telling, Gentry 9, Demfeld 2. What does that tell you? Gentry's a good double-A team. I know, and it's just so hard. It, and here's here's what a, it tells not, me, okay? Name another double-A team that's rolling through people other than Edina. This week, um, nobody. Yeah, no one. But I don't call Denfeld as a somebody. That's not okay. Well, I, mean, I'm I just... know they're not Moose Lake, but I mean, <laughs> they're not Sleepy Eye. Right. Okay, they're thank not you. That, but still, I'm not that impressed. I'm okay. not that impressed yet. Okay, and well, I was the one who thought they'd be a top five team. You had them at number one. As is being fun. <laughs> Truth I, comes out. I have regret. Okay. <laughs> Regerts. A little bit. Regerts. As you said. Um, okay. Interesting score. Matamidi 5, East Grand 0, Dardis with a 40 save shutout. Peter's at this game. I watched his post game skate. He just says that they're uh, tacticians. They've got a system. They That's what he told to me. And they're good. They're they're a top they four. Exactly they'll what be, they're doing. They'll yep. be playing on Friday afternoon. Top four. They're number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I tend to I'm high on Monomedi after this game. Is anybody have a chance beating Dardis out for Brimzik this year? I don't want to. I don't want to answer that right now. You don't want to put him on a pedestal too soon. Well, I think he deserves it. I yeah. just don't. I want to look yeah. at. Other I mean, stuff. It's a I good senior the, goaltender. The other here. candidate was kind of Nick Erickson, and I don't think he's set the world on fire in his first. Not week. yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. Um, speaking of Nick er- Erickson, Hill Murray four, in pri- uh, Hill Murray four, Eden Prairie one. It was a good game, actually. It was I thought a, the EP took it to him five on five in that one. Yeah, um, power plays was the difference makers. Yeah. In, in yeah. this, they scored two. I think back to back, back to back, and it was late too. I want to say late or in the second, late in the second, but still, yeah. it was late. So in the Eden game. Prairie had them; they were in a comfortable spot, and then two bad penalties back to back, and it was two to one, and then three to one, and then four to one. So four to one for an zero two weekend. Eden Prairie was all right. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's my a hot take. My stance on EP right now is if they made the tournament, I wouldn't be mad. It's not like Anoka. Correct. It, does that Correct. It, like they Boy, may? Could you see them making the tournament though? I could after that this weekend. AA is winnable. Yeah. After this week, yes. Yes, I, I uh, with Teddy, what Tonka's doing, with what Prior Lake's doing. Yeah, Teddy Townsend yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy it's Townsend is a good player. That's gonna I, be a fun Saturday. Is it Ryan? Those, those four. Yeah, Ryan Andor, right? Yeah, Ryan Andor. Yeah, I liked his play. I did. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Coring. Uh, he's solid. Yeah, he's very good. He's big body. I, I, you know, I, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. Um, I still think that Chaska the, has the most talent. I think there was more shots in that game that that were, were than were recorded, but that's <laughs> I'm it's up for debate still. Danny, <laughs> um, do you know what that does to people's tabs? It does. Mm, might not talk about them then. Uh, so it's interesting. Obviously, you're talking about Robin Cook. So we've had Robin and Brad do our games so the last work. two weekends, right? So, uh, so we've had. Multiple complaints, multiple complaints from goalie parents and goalie people that this, they don't keep shots fairly. I'm uh, I was in the box for both weekends, and you can miss a couple, but I but think we they do a really good job. They're, they're watching. Let's put it that way. They're yeah, they're not just like take every shot. They take every shot seriously. They might yeah. be the Muppets. Yes, you know? they are the old couple from the Muppets. They are hilarious. But they. They love hockey, and they want to record what's the happening. Shots correctly, the goals correctly, also, the assists correctly. No, when when the goalie gloves the puck, and it's not on net. It's not a save. It's no. not a save. Although I disagree net, in that in that text in that string, I do disagree yeah. with the, the, the shot on goal. If the puck shot in from half ice and the goalie saves it, that should be a shot on goal because it would oh, have that gone should be a shot on goal. It would have gone in the net. I shot on goal. I agree with that. If so. it's if the goalie's not there, I have a little bit different. Like I count when when the wraparound comes around and the guy puts the paddle before it, I count that as a shot on goal. Because uh, it would have went in had the net the, the paddle not been there. Yeah, but where does it net. hit the paddle? Like top the of the paddle on the goal line. If the guy oh, okay. deflects if, the guy, okay. wrap, that's okay. a shot on goal. Okay. They would argue no. They would say, no, it didn't. That's how they miss shots. Yeah, I know. They miss shots. They don't give those <laughs> goalies credit. <laughs> okay. Um, and then probably the game of the week, Hermantown 6, Benilde 5. Um, Hermantown wins it in the last minute after a Kim Pauly timeout. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that, that backfired. I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's give Zam and Max some more time to breathe. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> red flag. Mm. Red flag. Oh, dear. Can I take that back? <laughs> that was a good game. That, that was, was a really good fun. game. You know, that was what we did the event for, to get a game like that. You yeah. Know, two teams yeah. are just flying up and down the ice. Yeah. Lead changes, and it was good. And yeah. The coach be on boat, being in the penalty box with you for most of that game, the benches were jacked both fences yeah. were fired up yeah so. and i would say my takeaway from hermantown is this is the most creative team aligned since miller mclaughlin and hayne the palings mm-hmm. it yeah. is they love to play their triangle hockey 
down it, low. It's fun to watch. And, and you know, you got to write down, Cade Kohansky is the luckiest <laughs> high school <laughs> hockey player yeah. in the state <laughs> that he gets to play with the plant. Yeah, yeah, just think about it. Like, you know, I'd be sending Pat Andrews, like, chocolates and <laughs> yeah. you name it, whatever. Whatever you want, Mr. Andrews. Yeah, Gold Belly it. is like on request twenty four seven. Whatever you want, Mister Andrews, it's yours. Yeah, and he fits in well. I mean, yeah, it's a great line. It's fun he, to watch. He just needs to have a stick on the ice, like, <laughs> and just get ready for the, the net. Yeah, so. just yeah. and like just casually. Oh, the boxer. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like yeah. it, they are Max and Zam are a lot of fun. I I thought that was good on the Benilt side. Adam Marshall had a very good game. Drew Stewart had a game, the top yep. line. And the, Risto had two. Yeah. Risto had a really good game, I thought. Yeah, hit two. Uh, it wasn't in this game, but Rist, uh, yesterday Drew Stewart made a move I've never seen before. Yeah. he. You know, you've seen a spinorama. He did a spinorama like the opposite direction. It was like a full-on figure skater, 360, maybe even a 540, triple axel with the puck around a guy. I was like, he's so creative. He's nasty, too. I mean, oh, he's not big enough. I'm like, he's got a, he's got a piss and vinegar in him. Yeah. Makes him a really special player. I think Benilde and Edina, do they play this year? They play yes. usually. That'll yes. be a, that's the game. That'll be one of the games of the year. You well, it's see. a section game. Yep. And it's a very important, you know, now Benilde and Wyzetta play this week on Wednesday. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just some things to watch out for. Benilde's start of the year is very, very, very hard, as we have yep. said. They end light. So this is. You know, catch Benilde now. Yeah, type a couple of thing. comments right. on Benilde. Who, no, I've kind of had. I've I've often ranked Benilde lower over the years, and it's it's, it's usually paid off for me because I don't like I don't think their style as well. Well, the last ten years play, it's paid playoff. off for you because yeah. they've made the state exactly. And but I could see them making it this year. I think the reason for that is one, they have that top in finishing talent, which is what they had in twenty twelve. Yeah. Uh, you know, they and if they can play good enough defense, and again they have a good defenseman. You, know, you, you saw this in, in the Hermantown game. Even though Hermantown was controlling the pace often they were and you know, they, shots big yeah. time. Yeah. No, that they, they could still have easily won this game, but, but just because they were playing the right way. And if they can continue to get better at that, I can see Benilde going far. That's another section semifinal that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever gets the 2-3, the, the battle for the one seed is really important in that section. Mm-hmm. Very, very. More, more so than in the past. Since yes. Since not in there anymore. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, and then Benilde went on to beat EP 3-2. to two. Again, I thought this was a better game for EP than Benilde. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they scored with 36 uh, seconds left to win it. Which is, again, Benilde doing that twice this week. It, I would, I'm high on Benilde. I have hesitation on Benilde. Does that yeah. make sense? It, yep, yep. It, it's like, okay, you did great things, but it, he who walks yeah. the primrose path, you know. Yeah, we, we've we known about Stewart and Marshall, but I think the two kids that jump out at you is McMor- the two Lakeville kids, McMorrow and Risto, who really yeah. jumped out at us this weekend. Carl? Yeah, and... You can see that with Benilde, the pieces are there. Like, the talent is there to win it all. It's just, can this team, you know, gel yeah. and play the right way? 
I think one of the tough things is if they don't get that one seed, and it's going to be hard for them to get that one seed, going through the late conference, Suezetta and Edina is going to be tough. Yeah. That's a big hill. Yeah, it is. Hill. And if they do, they're a state finalist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just said it. If you yeah. can get to, they can get to state. I think they can be in the state final. They're that they're that fast and that deep. Yeah, they don't and they don't have to play Hermantown. And they can score. And they don't have to play Hermantown. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yep. poor poor Class A. No. Um, speaking of Class A opponents for Hermantown, War Road four, Bemidji three. This is again War Road blowout teams. Not great. I, I saw Bemidji this week. They, they've got one nice player, but they're not great. Who's the nice player? I don't even know. I can't name a kid. Uh, Matt Field. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shane. No, it's dad yeah. Shane. I can't. What's the what's the kid's uh, name? You've been doing that all week. I, I do dads. it all the time. The dad name. <laughs> um, okay, an interesting score. Woodbury three, Holy Angels two. I that one caught my eye. That one was interesting. I thought that Holy Angels should win this five to two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That one definitely caught my eye. I'm like, hmm. So then yeah. I went and looked. I'm like, well, maybe there's a bunch of Woodbury. Because there's a bunch of Woodbury kids that were on the Bantam team that I thought might go up to, to Woodbury High School. None of those kids are in there. Super talented kids. That's not a deep team right now, Woodbury. Woodbury, Woodbury has a lot of good kids on Hill Murray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of good kids <laughs> on Hill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Holy Angels lasted in the top 25 all of, you know, one week. I know they might be back, but this score was as long as they play Rochester teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of teams from down south, has Winona Cutter played a game yet? They keep know. getting they postponed. Correct, but it postponed. And, and their, their game Monday is postponed too, so I don't know what's going on there. Is it snowing on Monday? Like I don't know. Like maybe there's something going on. Uh, okay, so just I gotta dig into that. Dig into that for us, Tony, because it was it, that's a news and nugs for yeah, next week. That would week. be definitely news because that is. They odd. have played a game. They lost nine to one to Waconia. Okay, yeah, but they have other things on they the schedule. They put a lot of time, energy, money into this, and for it to, maybe they have COVID. Maybe maybe it's COVID. That, that could be. And they have a small team. That could be. They don't okay. have a JV. Maybe that's it. it, it we'll see. It I, I can find out before noon today. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Send the text one. now, and then we it's, can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've played one game, and they've had four postponed or canceled. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. I think it's, and, and the only place you're going to get that reported is here. So that was weird. Um, why is that a six? Duluth East zero. Carl, anything? Anything? It was it was ugly. Okay. Um, Hermantown four, Hillmurray one. It was a blah game. Yeah, I I, I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, I was there for the first period. Carl, did you watch this one? I did. I was impressed at how well Hermantown played a disciplined game and you no know, good defense because you know, often when they play these big double A opponents. The games can kind of get up and down because and, they can play loose like that because they don't have to play those teams in, in Class A. And that was kind of the style of the Benilde game, too. You know, they, had, they had some moments in back where it was like, that's shaky. But this game, they, they locked down. They played well, and it was one of the most complete games I've seen a Fermentown team play against a double-A team. Dumb question. Who played goaltender in that game, too? Uh, Callaway. He did play. Callaway, yeah, Callaway okay. was, real, was real good. Yeah. Real good. Okay. Um, one other Hermantown note. Um, Will Peterson can do color. Sure can. He did play-by-play yesterday, didn't he, for a yeah. period? 
Yes, and along with, with Bruce Plant. With Bruce Plant. Oh, that'd be fun. It was yeah. so much fun in town. But though I loved it that he he went and asked, you know, so Bruce, which of the, those six losses in a row in the, champs, <laughs> the state championship game was the hardest? Here's <laughs> your homo- Hermantown he Homer. Yeah. Like the Hermantown <laughs> Homer asked the question that we've always wanted to ask, you know? Yeah. Feel so? Did they talk about Hill Murray at all? I mean, like, was it a Hill Murray interview? Um, and then they I don't know. Tell Herbert me. Town? I don't know. Um, <laughs> there, there was not much discussion of Hill in that part. <laughs> That's. Fine. I mean, they, 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 they talked about the game. It wasn't strictly Herman Town. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. Yeah, but no, it was a lot of I'm excited for Will. He interned for us all last summer. He's a great kid. Um, I, uh, I'm excited for his broadcasting stuff. He's going to do some interviews for us. He might cover the Spirit of Duluth for us today up in, yeah. up Fun. in Duluth for us. So. Fun. Okay, anyways, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yep. Okay, now I'm going to get to some weird scores. Um, I'm going to start with the blowout, and then I'll go through the weird scores or the interesting ones. Edina, 8, White Bear Lake, 0. Crickets. Bear uh, Bear hunting. Bear hunting. Okay, now let's get to the head scratchers. Blaine won, Maple Grove won. That's weird. Overtime tie. Weird. Uh, weird. Gross. Yep. yep. Great for Blaine. Gross. Yep. yep. <laughs> Great and with, for... <laughs> Andover losing a game early and with Grand Rapids not blowing anyone out. Blaine. Blaine's in the picture in 7AA. Blaine. Yes. And Blaine comes Very from a section so. that isn't afraid of upsets, no. and the only benefit to Maple Grove is this is no longer a section game. Right. Okay. Right. But gross. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Centennial this 7. Is this is the one. Eastview this 0. Is the one. This one. Gross. This one throws every – was it 7? 7. Would they forget their goalie? What happened? The, because they got the extra point. <laughs> like – Oh, what happened? Gross. Yes, that was the to me the biggest. That or Holy Family were the two biggest surprises. You know, this tells me Centennial is good. Is good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and Rogers, watch out. You're not the number two seed. Okay. You not might yet. be. You might be. But they play. Rogers is in the yes. same conference. You might right? be. Yep. You might yes, be. They're going to get there. They could be the number one seed. They could yep. be. They could be. But you're not a lock. Right. Is what I'm nope. saying. You're not a lock. Right. Okay. Rogers again, speaking of them, five to four overtime win against Taka with fantastic. some players out. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic That's a good, win for Rogers. It's a very it's a statement it's win for them. Yep. Beating a late conference team. Mm-hmm. Um and then a game that Carl didn't even look at when he was doing rankings. Moorhead four, <laughs> Lakeville North three in overtime. They won. <laughs> Against okay. a good team. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha on that one. Mm-hmm. Any other explanations? No, that's it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. That's all I got for um, scores. Well, that was a lot of scores and a lot of weird stuff. A lot of uh, Sartell, you know, Red Black League players there. Ton of them. Ton of them. Um, and, and thanks to Red and Black League for their sp- continued sponsorship of today's show. Red and Black League is a great league for players who just want to keep playing a little bit. 
not a full-on uh, diet of hockey. So if you're a, a multi-sport athlete playing baseball uh, in the spring or football in the fall, you can you can you can get in that way. Um, it's a great way to meet new people throughout the hockey community or bring in a couple buddies from your your line or your group from your association. Check out RedBlackLeagues.com. Okay, Danny, let's take it to an interview with Dylan Godbow. We're joined here with senior forward from Hill Murray in Wisconsin commit, Dylan Godbout. Dylan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Glad to have you on. Nice to see you all this week, it felt like. Yes. <laughs> A lot of games. Um, okay, so let's let's get off the Hill Murray talk and you guys are defending state champions of sorts. Let's talk about last year. Yeah, last year, you know, we had a kind of tough ending to our season with the COVID thing and our state tournament run getting cut short. But, you know, we talked about it over the off season, and we were more determined to come back this year and get back to that state tournament and hopefully win what we call back-to-back. Do you guys have T-shirts made like that, something like that? Uh, no, but we we thought about it. But <laughs> um, explain the maybe like how hungry is Hill right now, just based on the shutout from last year. Yeah, like I said before, this off season we were in the workout room two or three days a week all summer, just trying to get better and make sure that we can get back down downtown and at the XL Energy Center to win another state tournament. You talk about the Excel Energy Center. Uh, you guys won state 2020. Uh, you and Charlie Strobel got to experience something that very, very few players in the state do is winning a state championship, uh, basically in the same square footage as your dads did uh, uh, earlier in 91. Walk through the moment uh, leading up to it, winning those three games, the state tournament, but most importantly, uh, celebrating with your dads afterwards. Yeah, so right before like that section final, you know, we were – super pumped to be going downtown and then right before the state tournament started me and charlie had a good conversation just about how much this really meant to us and how much if we were to win this how much it would mean to our fathers and to our families and that moment that we won it you can probably see it on tv i was crying charlie was crying we had a huge hug and it's just one of the best moments of my life that's awesome i'm getting chills here yeah. yeah. Did you guys grow up together in some ways too? Like, uh, did you hang out with each other? No, I didn't know Charlie until my freshman year. Wow. Yeah, he was a Stillwater kid, and Dylan was a Woodbury kid. Did was it an instant connection, like type of friendship, or what was that like? Because your dads have to be, you know, were close. You would think, right? Yeah, like we knew we knew of each other coming in, and then we just kind of sort of bonded over our fathers and. Like we knew we had a connection, and we just took took advantage of it and made it a good season. Well, that's great. Well, let's talk about this year's team. Off to a maybe a slower start than I think some thought that Hill would start off. Some, <laughs> anyways, well, let's talk about this year's team. What what's what should we expect with Hill? You know, we have a lot of seniors on this team. I think we have either 12 or 13, so we're a bit of an older team. Where We have a quite a bit of experience. We have four or five guys who were on the team that won the state tournament. 
Uh, we do have a lot of young guys, though. A lot of guys, a lot of sophomores who need some under their belts and need a couple more games to just get their feet in the water. And But I think overall we do have a lot of skill, a lot of speed. That's that's a key with our team. We have a ton of speed. We can just beat guys wide and just pound defensemen. And, you know, we need to score more goals in some of our games, but that's that'll come with more experience. So explain to us, uh, you know, the philosophy, Coach Lechner's philosophy, because it seems like you guys, you've, you've been with him now three years. Explain to the, it doesn't seem as though he's too upset about these types of game, or, or am I wrong? Is he super competitive even in these early season games? Because it doesn't seem like you guys get out of the blocks as fast as you, as well as you do finish the season. Yeah, you know, our kind of philosophy is we're glad it's, December and not March where we can lose these games and still have games coming up where in March, if you lose these games, you're done. Like your season's over. So we take it as a learning experience and we come back to practice, work on what work on our mistakes and get ready for those next games. Dylan, I got a question. Hill owns section four. They, you guys just do gentry coming into it this summer was that on your guys's horizon yeah you know we saw it as a team who also wants to beat us everybody brings home everybody brings home Murray their best game every time we play him you you guys probably saw it this weekend Neil brought us their best game Hermantown brought us their best game it was just Gentry they they're a team that wants to beat us too and we got to take it to them when we see them in sections yeah uh you want to go some trivia Sure, Carl, you want to start off? Sure, yeah. We have a good trivia question here. Speaking a little deep here, but... Uh, Speaking of Section 4, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Section 3, for that matter. Yes. Um, wow. Slight hit there. But, but, Dylan, when was the last time Hill Murray did not make a Section Final? What year? Oof. <laughs> I, I feel like it's been a while. All it have. All the years I've been at Hill, we've been in a section final, so. Um, it's way farther alive. than that. Yeah. That's You were alive. You were I, barely I, alive. Let's, we'll give you that. You were barely, barely. alive. Yeah. I'm going to say 2006. Ooh. No. Wow. Close, though. Close. <laughs> 2006. Yeah. 2006, five. they were the number one seed in the tournament, losing to Grand Rapids. Right, Carl? Uh, yeah, that would have been that year. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then, so in 2005, they actually lost in the quarterfinals. Really? They were a, 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 they were a four seed. Uh, oh. b- b- bonus trivia question: Who did they lose to? Who was the five seed? Danny, uh, you have their jersey. Uh, North St. Paul. Yep. Nice. Yeah. The year no longer exists. The year after Nate Day, actually. Yes. 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 Um, All right. Give him an easier one. Well, maybe I don't know. This oh, is. Oh, he's got this one. Okay. So and it's not your dad. Well, what year did your dad win state? Maybe I'll make uh, it around that. Yeah, nineteen ninety one. Okay. Um, the answer is not Jason Godbout. <laughs> or maybe wait. Um who is Brent your uncle? Yeah. Oh your Yep. Okay, your uncle's involved, not your dad. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, so, sorry. Mm, okay, you guys. In the section final game in 1991, you're playing rival White Bear Lake. You're down three to two going into the third period. 
Mark Strobel ties it up. Who puts in the game winner to send Hill Murray to the state championship? Jim Young. <laughs> what? What? How would you get that? Nailed it. Yeah, he, he runs our captain's practices, so he tells us his his story and his game-winning goal and how he brought the Pioneers back to the state tournament. Well, tell us the story. How did he do it? Uh, from what I've heard, it was well, from what my dad's told me and what Mr. Young has told me, that it was kind of a scrappy goal, rebound goal, and he just put it in the back of the net. That simple. <laughs> it's a simple game. Have you heard the story? How many times has he told the story? Uh, every year at captain's practice. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep those glory days alive. That's how he starts off. Oh, I love it. That, that's so good. That's so good. All right, we're going to do some pick-ems. Uh, before that, do you want to stick around and do some pick-ems? Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll do some pick-ems. Before that, Danny's going to read off some other games of, of note for this week. Okay, Chicago plays Monticello on Tuesday. Um, Chicago Lakes. Um, Stillwater plays White Bear Lake also on Tuesday in an interesting four AA matchup. Yep. Um, really going for the four, three, four C possibly there. Yep. yep. Um, Blake and EP play on Thursday. Champlin and Centennial could be an interesting game yep. on Thursday. Um, Monticello Orno is weird. I'll probably read game. that score, but it's, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, R- Rapids goes up to play Rozo, the pick em the second day. Yep. Um, Hermantown Wyzetta on Friday. Just scrolling through. St. Thomas plays Matamidi on Saturday. That's a good game. Tony might catch that. You know where that's at. <laughs> it's going to be at the rec center, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Eden Prairie plays Duluth East, so Carl will see Eden Prairie. Holy Family and Andover, which could be interesting just yes. based on the weeks that both of them had. Centennial and Maple Grove, is that a pick em? Yes. Uh, okay, then I'm done. You're done. Sorry. All right, Dylan, here's how this works. We start with the oldest guy, which is me, who gets to pick the games first. You're the youngest guy. You'll go last, and then we kind of snake draft it after that. So just pay close attention. We have five games. Last week, our guest contestant, Thor Bufflin, went two for six. The rest of us went three for six. So it's not as easy as it sounds to just pick a winner. But uh, the competition isn't great either. Yeah, <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Rozo Moorhead. Th- where is this game? Usually it's, I think it's. This one's at Moorhead this year. Yeah, or this time, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Rozo Moorhead. This is a great pick em. This is a really good 50 50 game. I'm going to go. I'm going to go home ice on this one. I'm going to go Moorhead on that one. How about you, Carl? I think we've decided this week that I'm a Spuds. Homer, yeah, you have to with, be. With head, yeah. All right. Um, without looking, I can guarantee that this game is probably a 6 o'clock start yep. at Moorhead. Um, Rozo tends to win the road and lose the home. It's I'm going with Rozo here because of that. Really good pick historically. Oh, sh- hush, Carl. <laughs> All right, Dylan, your first Funny pick. Rozo at Moorhead. Who do you got? I'm going to go Rozo. All right. You play Moorhead every year. It's the last game of the season for you guys. Yep. It's a good state tourney prep. Yep, exactly. Where is that one this year? Do you know? It's at Hill, I want to say, right? Um, no, we go, we go up to Moorhead. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, sorry. 
It's what? weird because of the COVID year, a lot of the schedules got yeah, it, tangled up. So it's like this year is what last year should have been. It, right. Because when I look at my spreadsheet. All right. Uh, Benilde Wyzetta. Carl, you get to go first on this one. Mm. It's hard because I've, I've put myself on the Benilde bandwagon this this season, but I'm always on the Wyzetta bandwagon. Yes. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick to my guns and go with, with the Trojans. Wyzetta. Okay. All right. Uh, Danny Ryan, what do you got? Why is that as a team that has Benilde's number? Traditionally, <laughs> that is how it happens, and I think they're going to get hit. And okay. uh, no no shame to Dylan's team, but they didn't hit Benilde, and I think that made a difference. Okay. All right. Ooh, that's a slam on you, Dylan. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I said no shame. Oh. All right, who do you got in this one? You've seen Benilde already, and why is that a, you know, a really good, tough team? That's who your opponent would have been in the state tournament. Yep. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to go with Benilde on this one. I think when we played them, they were very physical, and well, they they capitalized on their chances, so I'm going to go with Benilde. Would some say they out physical you? <laughs> You're so mean, Danny. I know. Sorry. <laughs> you don't need to answer. <laughs> you don't need to answer that one. I'm going to go Benil. I'm going to agree with uh, with Dylan on that one. Um, Danny, you're up on this one. This is a this is a wild card game. Uh, does anybody know how good Centennial and Maple Grove are? You get to go first. I'm well, going to read your putts on this one. I've seen Maple Grove. Yep. I think Centennial is hungrier. Yeah. I think that this is a – it's hard to say because I – I know that Maple Grove's going to bounce back. I just – this game's on Saturday. Spit it out. Spit Centennial. It out. Centennial. Centennial. Ooh. On, on the big sheet, too. Ooh. On the big sheet. Um, Where is that game? Uh, on the At big sheet. Maple she- Grove? Yeah, because, yeah, because the other because one's not a big sheet. Centennial's not big anymore. Yep. All right, Dylan, it's your pick now. Centennial at Maple Grove. I'm going to go with Maple Grove. I think Landon Gunderson's going to have a very good game. After tying Blaine this weekend, I think he's going to have a good game, and they're going to come out on top. Look at you with yeah. the score drop. Yeah, I like that. I like it. I'm going to disagree with Dylan on this one. I think that Centennial, after what they did to Eastview, tells me that they're ready for this game, and it's a big section game as well. So yeah. I'm going Centennial. They may lose. I don't know if Centennial plays before it. I could see them losing and winning type of thing. Yeah. Losing the game before, looking forward too hard to this game. I agree with that one. Carl, what do you got? Well, first I need to wet blanket Danny. Uh, they play Champlin first. You think they're going to lose to Champlin? Oh. Here we anyway. go. <laughs> Thanks, I'm going Carl. With Maple Grove. You're going Maple Grove. All right, we got some yeah. good, good little diversity here. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Dylan, you get to go first on this one. Uh, you have Grand Rapids as an opponent this yes. year. They usually do. Uh, so it's Grand Rapids at War Road. Is that a Friday or Saturday game? It's Saturday. Saturday game. All right. Uh, who do you got in this one? I'm going to go with Warroad. I think Warroad having the home ice advantage there will help them with their uh, hometown. I've heard a lot of people go to their games, get the crowd going. And I uh, heard Damien Gardner's back there, so I think he's going to have a good night. You played with Damien Gardner for uh, yep. for a week, didn't you? Uh, yep. Remember how big he was compared to everybody what? else? He looked like a giant. I had to look up at him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we didn't put Damon on the ice to play defense, though, did we, Dan- Did we, Dylan? No. 
<laughs> he was a left. scoring machine. Yeah, he'd take slap shots from the red line and go in every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was good. He was good. Bash brother good. I'm going to agree with him. I'm going to go Warroad on this one, too. I'm going to go heavy on Warroad as well. Oh. Oh. Uh, Carl, who do you got? Oh, well, we already know Danny's picking Rapids. Yes. But, um, hmm. I, if you about both of these teams right now, but I'll, I'll take Rapids. All right. All right. We have splits on Definitely. all of our picks. Well, on my pick, I will say Warroad cannot finish and Rapids can't either. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> it's going to be a tie. Oh, zero, zero, can I go tie? <laughs> can I go tie? Please let me go It'll tie. Probably be a tie. It'll probably be a tie. So, all right. The last game is always a game with your team in it. And I have always picked against the guests, and I will continue that tradition. I'm going to pick Matamidi to beat Hill Murray. Um, anyone want to go against me on that one? Carl. Yeah, I think Ben Dardis is going to make 40 saves again. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I should be at this one, I'm thinking, because I need to see Ben Dardis play and the Matamidi squad. Yeah. You going Matamidi too? Matamidi. We're all Matamidi today. Darty better be listening. What do you got, Dylan? No one ever has picked against their own team. Are you going to pick against your team this week? No, I'm going with the Pioneers (laughs) all the way. Oh, well, okay. the streak continues. The streak continues. Well, we'll see if we can uh, buck you on that one. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Red and Black League. Thank you, Danny and Carl, especially you, Dylan, for joining today's show. Thanks a lot for being on with us. Yeah, thanks for having me.